Hey, it's Kathy. I just want to let you know that I'm doing a free five-day workshop. It's called the Abundance Activation Challenge, and it starts today. And it's not too late for you to join us. Today is the last day to join. Go to kathyheller.com slash five-day to sign up. The pre-party has been happening, and it's been such a blast. There's so many high-vibe women in there who are ready to call in more abundance. I know that you will love that you showed up for this. I'll be live at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern every day this week, teaching you how to become a master manifester. You are just going to have the best time. If you want to join us, sign up at kathyheller.com slash five day. Hey guys, it's Kathy. I wanted to play some extra episodes this week so that you can get a taste of the podcast training I'm doing all week. Before we share this, I want to let you know that the doors are officially open to the podcast course that I offer once a year. And I honestly am at a point where I feel obligated to tell you to get your butt into this program. You're going to get live calls with me and we're going to be able to go step by step through the process. We're going to start recording it. We're going to start building an audience. We're going to put a trailer up. We're going to promo it. We're going to market it. We're going to build a connection with an audience. And then you're going to publish this thing. You're going to look back and say 2023 was the best year ever because I joined Kathy for this podcast course and I grew so much and I created revenue streams and I'm so happy that I was in this community and I found my voice and I found an incredible platform and I got to meet so many cool people and the opportunities that are going to come are going to be amazing. So if you want to join the program, you can go to kathyheller.com slash join and grab your seat. So here's a piece from yesterday's discussion. I hope you enjoy it. Hi guys, welcome back. I am so excited to dive in. We have a special guest today, an awesome human being, awesome woman, and we're going to dive into all the things. I'm curious, you know, I asked you at the beginning of this workshop on Monday, I asked you to close your eyes for a second and I asked you to ask yourself, what did you come here to hear? What do you think has shown up? Why do you think you came here this week? What do you think you're getting out of this? What do you think is the real the real aha that you've had, that your voice matters. Yeah, belief in yourself, that you're here to expand, that you're here to be fearless. Yeah, I feel like sometimes we get so distracted from what we came here to do, who we came here to be. And a day turns into a week, turns into a month, and we just lose that true sense of standing in our power standing in our potential, standing in alignment with the person that we know we were created to be. And one of the things that was so powerful last night about seeing Taylor Swift, a couple things, a few uh, thoughts on it. You know, I coach thousands of women a year. And what I see is that women are good and they're kind and they're sweet. And they care. And that is a beautiful, truly beautiful gift to the world. That kind of nurturing, compassionate, kind, humble essence. What I also see in coaching thousands of women a year is that women are so damn powerful. And for the most part, we don't step into that. We don't turn it all the way on. And in a lot of ways, for thousands of years, it's sort of like we've learned that maybe 
there's something that feels unsafe about that, or we're taught on some level subconsciously not to be that way. But last night, watching Taylor Swift and 70,000 people, I can attest to seeing someone who is good and sweet and loving and equally fierce, and that those things can coexist that you can be fully in flow, fully turned on, tapped in, fully flowing, and that you can at the same time be so viscerally present and loving and that we don't have to choose between the two. And for me, when I started my podcast, I knew that I hadn't fully claimed my voice that I hadn't fully been myself. And I think there's a way in which all of us, it's a core wound for every person on the earth that we want so much to belong. My friend Mark Rove says that all day long, we're being given a choice to belong or to be authentic. And he says 98% of the time, will choose to belong rather than be authentic because there is this way in which at a very young age we felt the feeling even for a second of not belonging and that felt so scary that our nervous system made a decision that we would hide, that we would pretzel ourselves, that we would twist ourselves, that we would be a chameleon in any way so that we can belong. But here's the problem. If you do that, if you hide your authenticity in order to belong to someone else, then you don't belong to yourself and you don't belong to them because they're not even choosing you in your authenticity. They're choosing the character you're playing. And Every time I coach a woman or meet a person or live in the world, the thing that everybody wants is this feeling of expansion, of possibility. And for me, in working with thousands of people and living my own life, there is nothing that gives you that feeling of expansion more than living authentically. As soon as you start to live authentically as yourself, You feel freedom in every cell of your body. You're like, this is it. This is me. And that is such a gift. It's such a giant gift that it beats all the likes and all the follows and all the perks that come with belonging because that is a pack of lies that you don't actually want. What you want is to be expressed. And there's a reason you're you. The world needs your point of view. The world needs you the way you are with the way you see it. I mean, every single person has a different point of view. Even siblings who grow up in the same house, in the same family, they don't see the world the same. Even twins don't see the world the same. You are unique. There's no one who ever was or ever will be that. That person with that experience, with that point of view, with those giftings, like it is a once- In a lifetime, it's the most rare thing in the world is you as an individual. 
And for you to hide that and spend so much time and energy pushing it down, it is exhausting. And so the greatest gift, more than making millions of dollars, which is what my podcast literally did for me, more than that, more than book deals, more than the opportunities, more than fancy friends, more than all of the vacations, more than first class, more than all of that, the thing that I go to sleep with that is the greatest gift is that me, this kid who grew up in a living room where I didn't feel safe, I couldn't be myself fully, where I had to learn very quickly how to be a pleaser. That kid, she is herself every day. She says what she means and she means what she says. And she lets the chips fall where they may. I am willing to let people exit. If they don't like it, they can leave. That's okay. They can hit the unsubscribe button. Their tax dollars don't go to me. I don't have to check in with them. They don't have to like it. That is the gift. That is what this is. It's finally coming up for oxygen and saying, who is this somebody suit that I am stepping into every day? What is this character I'm playing? I don't want to play this character. I want to be free from that. When I interviewed Bronnie Ware, Bronnie Ware wrote a book called The Five Greatest Regrets of the Dying. She was a hospice nurse and she sat with so many people and she said, the greatest regret, it's not they wish they would have made more money and it's not they wish they would have gone to France and taken a trip. No, it's not that. It's I wish I would have lived life on my terms. I wish I would have lived life my way, the way I was meant to live it, but I didn't. I lived the life he wanted me to live. She wanted me to live. And now there is no more time. There's no more time. The reason you're here is because you're dying to vocalize, to share, to be expressed. And that's the ROI. And Oprah said once that people say that they want to be successful. But she said, the thing that we really want is not success, it's significance. That's what we want. We want to feel significant. And she said, what she has seen is that when you stop thinking about success and you think instead about significance, you are always successful. Success follows significance. It's the significance that you want. That's what you want. And you can be significant when you do this. When you show up as you are, say what you mean, be yourself, open your heart, start making something that's beautiful and broken and messy like all of us, that is significant. And that's why I get really, really animated because you can tell, you spent a few minutes with me, you can tell I'm all in. This isn't a joke. It's not a show. There's no script. There's no slideshows. This is me in the deepest, truest way. And that is why I sit here and I say, this is something you can't afford to not do. And that is why I say, if it feels like there's something clicking, there's something waking up about being with me in this time, then you have to do this program. You can't afford not to do it. That is the truth. It really is the truth because the stakes are way too high. And I would be joking with you and I would be a, it would be so not honest and inauthentic if I was like, it's whatever. It doesn't really matter. It does matter. Of course it matters. Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan because of his mother's belief in him. 
That is the story of him. That is why he became who he is. If you watch the movie Air, she leans in and says to the guys at Nike, in simple terms, she says, the NBA will not be promoting my son. My son will be the thing promoting the NBA. He will change basketball. She says it like it's stone, like it's the earth. And that, having somebody look at you and know more about your potential than you do, that is a must. And if it's going to be me, you need it like an ivy drip. If it's not going to be me, find it. Keep it next to you constantly. A good friend is not a person who goes, it's fine for you to stay exactly where you are, hiding how you do, dealing with what you do all of the time to mask what's real for you. That's not friendship. Friendship is someone who says, I'm opening up these shades. I'm putting on the running shoes. I'm putting yours next to you. Get up and let's go. You are fierce. You have this inside of you. Let's go. Let's move. That's a good friend. That's it. And so the reason I spend this time and the reason why when you join in this coaching program, I show up live is for that. Because I know what it's like to grow up in a place and no one sees you. Because you know what? They, those people around you, they don't see themselves. And they don't see what to reach for in themselves. They've given up on themselves a long time ago. So how can they see you? And then everyone's slowly dying. People are not living longer. They're dying slower. What is that? Life is incredible. I was there last night at Taylor Swift and no joke. You know what I'm thinking? Everyone in this audience, every single person here has that magic. Of course they do. That's why they love her. Why do they love her? She reminds them of themselves for one night, though, just for one night. They let themselves feel the feeling of being lit up of how much presence, how much love, how much magnetism is inside of every person. And then most of them go back to sleep. The world wasn't designed for there to be nine people that we look at. We all have. We've been given the same capacity. It's like looking at Teslas. Inside, they each have the same equipment. We have different talents, but we have the same capacity for greatness and love and magic and creativity. Creativity is where you go into this other place. And you get downloads and you move into a flow state and you start making people better around you because you are in it. You're in line with the stream of life and you wake up. So that's what we do in this program. That's what we do. And that's why I say there's no way you can afford to not have that in your life. And that's why people come through these programs and they're like, I don't have the words for it. And I'm like, I don't either. It's called love. That's what it's called. Powerful, real, genuine love in your life. Because someone sees further than you. Someone's pointing you, Moana, into that horizon and will not let you stay on that islet. If you come with me, you won't be able to sit there and talk yourself out of your dream. You cannot do it in my company. It won't happen. So now it's a matter of you making that decision for what you want, because what you don't change, you keep choosing it. You keep choosing it. 
and we can't afford it. Our soul can't go one more day just shoving itself down. When you know, you know you're capable of saying something new and charting a different path. And you know, if you're on a boat and you change the direction by two degrees, not 140 degrees, not just two degrees, and you keep going, you wind up in a different continent from a two-degree shift. That's it. That is it. And part of it is this need that blinds you because it's like, I have to fit in. I have to fit in. How could I post something like that? How could I say that on a podcast? How could I really just tell the truth? How? I have to fit in at all costs. And I will tell you something. The people you admire, it would be impossible for them to fit in. Why? Because they stand out. That's why they weren't born to fit in for years. I said this earlier this week. Taylor Swift had to shut off the comments on her Instagram from all the hate and all the noise. She took it. She took this, these lemons, and she squeezed it. And she made it. Everything that she is. She said, you don't know about me. Keep running your mouth. But not on my turf. Keep it to yourself, but do it. I don't care. It only makes me stronger. And look at her now. She's everything that other people would judge her for. She's blonde. She's cute. She's just like, she must just be like this genetic. No, take another look. Little girl from Nashville, 14 years old. Look, it matters. It doesn't matter if you're blonde, if you're brown hair, if you're short, if you're tall. It doesn't matter. And people love to bring people down when they're triggered. Because what it's saying is, how dare you live in your life? How dare you do that? Because it reminds me of all the ways I hide. So all I can do is throw shade at you. But that's good too, because those people, they need that contrast. But she doesn't need to make it be what defines her, right? So, On August 24th, we will begin. And I want you to understand this program, what you guys learned this week, it's like little tiny pieces, right? When we do this program, there are about six big steps. First, it's like, how do you fully set up your artwork, your show notes? How do you choose a topic, choose the right title, figure out the way for the right keywords so that people will find it? That basic step. And then we move on and we talk about what is this whole world that you invite people to? What's the customer experience from the second they see you? What's the message you're telling? What's the story you're telling? And how do you do that in a way where you grab people, right? And then we talk about what are all the ways. Last night at the Taylor Swift concert, because I look at the world this way, of course, because this is what I do. I was like, it's so genius. It's the engagement. That concert was engagement heaven. Trading friendship bracelets, all the different ways they incorporate the little things she says and the people knew when to say back. She's like, what time is it, LA? Midnight, right? That, all that stuff is what makes it a concert versus an experience. When you have a podcast, there are so many ways. You don't make it a monologue. It's a dialogue. And as soon as it's a dialogue, people go, oh my God, someone's listening to me. Someone's making this about me. 
I get to be part of something. I get to connect. She said it from the stage three different times. She's like, I'm looking around at you guys trading bracelets. And she goes, it makes me cry because you didn't come here just for me. You came for each other because people are so damn lonely. And she created a world where people could find other people like them. So we teach you how to do that. That's what we teach you how to do. And then we teach you how do you turn that into your brand, your platform, everything you're building. My husband was a lawyer for about 24 years. And when his old company got bought by another company, they just said goodbye. He had nothing for himself. Me, for the last six and a half years, I've been building the Kathy Heller story, the Kathy Heller brand. That's it now. It's me. Wake up every day. That's my business, right? Invest in myself. You need a personal brand. You need a personal brand. You need a personal brand. I'm going to tell it to you again and again and again. You don't need to be at the mercy of working for somebody else. You need to be building a personal brand. We live in a time where that is huge, that that is a way you can make money and make an impact is by having a story to tell and someone to tell it to. And you need that. And podcasting is the core piece of content that we will then teach you how to repurpose that content so that one podcast becomes an Instagram post, becomes a one-minute clip for TikTok. That one podcast does all the heavy lifting, okay? So you need a personal brand. And for those of you who already have a podcast or you already have a business, you should be in the VIP level because the VIP level gets double the amount of time with me. It's almost double the amount of time with me And the thing I'm teaching you is the launching, the scaling, even this entire thing that you're seeing right now, this entire workshop, all the ins and outs of how we do this, how we create this, all the ways that we lead up to it, all the ways that we put this together into the world, we teach you that entire launching method. And for me, I don't do it the way most people do it because I can't. It didn't make sense to me, right? Making tons and tons of graphics and slideshows and funnels and emails. And I just, it's not my, it's not my speed. So I do it this way while everybody else does it that way. I bet on intimacy. I bet on people, right? And I'll tell you one last thing before I want to call Kelsey up in a couple minutes. But last night, the other thing that I saw, okay, the second the lights went down, she gave everybody, you know, these bracelets. And so it was really cool. Like the bracelets would change color with every era, like purple, everyone's purple, then everyone's red. It was really cool. As soon as the lights went down and these bracelets went on, we were one family unit in that stadium. It wasn't 70,000 individuals. It was like just oneness. And that's really why people love going to concerts. It's like you just move into this state where everyone in that arena is in the same vibration, in the same exact vibration. And I say that because we tend to project the hostilities or the pain that we have had in in our life onto the whole world. Like, how could I have a podcast? How could I go live on Instagram? The world is a dark place. People won't be kind. When she walked on that stage last night, even though there were 70,000 people, she projected and expected love. And how could it be, right? How could it be that she knows 70,000 people intimately? She doesn't know them. But what she does is she decides 
that she knows that what is inside of each of them is a higher frequency. And she meets them there. She won't meet them in the space of ego and judgment. She just goes higher altitude, fly above the cloud. And when I started my podcast, that really was my mentality. It was just like, it doesn't matter what my mind says about how people might judge or this and that, because I know that every person as within them is part of them that does get it. And I'm talking at that part. And as soon as I talk to that part, it's magic. And then it doesn't matter what country they live in, who they would vote for, what their preference is. Nope, we're all just meeting in that one spot. It's a coherent, loving, non-judgmental. And that's an incredible gift of doing a podcast is you are free to express yourself. And then you also realize that when you choose to meet people just in that place, you meet the best human beings. I mean, what's crazy too, is I was telling my daughters last night, by the way, we've been on the iTunes charts since we started, which is really cool. Sometimes we're at like 104 or 59, like it just depends, right? But yesterday there's categories on iTunes, right? And we have a few times been at the overall, the main iTunes chart that depends if we've been featured or if there's some big episode we had. But there's also categories, right? Like business category and what have you. And yesterday we were number one in the spirituality category. And I happened to just see it. I was looking up something and I go, oh my God, that's so crazy. And I took a screenshot of it. And I said to my daughters yesterday, I was like, you know, it's crazy. Like there's 70,000 people in the stadium and I can see them so I can feel it. I said, but when we do my podcast, that amount of people listens to me every week. And I just don't, feel it the same way because I don't see it. But I was like, that's crazy. We have 750,000 downloads a month of my podcast. It's just like amazing that this girl who barely graduated from high school, who is just who she is, right? No expert, no PhD, that I could have that impact, that people would continue to keep showing up to listen to my show because something about it makes them feel better than before they turn it on. That is so big and All that it required was 20 seconds of courage to hit publish because I had a bunch of thoughts in my mind, like, who am I to do this? There's already a bunch of podcasts. I don't have an Instagram account. Nobody's going to listen. I had all that stuff. And like, can I really do this? And is my dad going to get mad at me if I tell the real story of my childhood? Like if I, all that stuff I had, and then it took 20 seconds to make a decision to hit publish. And I hit publish on the first episode and that was it. I never looked back and I'm so grateful. And now I fly my kids first class, me, a kid who grew up in an apartment with my mom where we were, we didn't have electricity half the time. We took, we drove my sister to college and we pulled over on the side of the road because we ran out of gas and we didn't have a credit card to fill the gas. And we had to walk off the exit ramp because my grandmother had to wire us money just to fill the car up with gas. That's a true story, right? That that girl deserves to fly her kids first class, you guys. And so do you. Not because you need it. It doesn't really make you happy. But that's what money can do. Make you a little bit more comfortable. Especially when you've been through a lot of shit in your life. And it does exist. And there are people who will rally around you. So it's time. So I want to celebrate you. And I know it's like, 
oh my God, am I really going to jump off this ledge? Will Kathy really be there for me? Will I really be able to start this? Will I really actually make any money? Will I really actually find my voice? Will I really actually have the courage to post this? Will I really actually believe in myself? Yeah, I know. But type a one in the chat if you're going to join this program and be with me for two months and we're going to become besties and wear bracelets and trade bracelets. We're not going to trade bracelets, although maybe we should. We want to celebrate you. And we want this to be your year. And we want you to feel what it feels like to set down the exhaustion of hiding. We want you to feel what it feels like to be a powerful, loving, kind, compassionate woman who's fully fierce. I'm so excited to see you guys. We had a bunch of people join last night. The bonuses expire tomorrow. And um, we're going to bring Kelsey on. And she's, I'm here. You're there. So I'm going to tell you what we're going to do now. I'm going to bring Kelsey on so that those of you in the Facebook group can also see her. I want to tell you something else. I told you guys that if you subscribe to the podcast and you leave a review, I'm going to give you a nice big giveaway. So at the end of today, we're going to choose somebody who did that um, in the post yesterday. And you're going to get the bundle that we were giving away plus the thousand dollars. You get like an extra gift just for fun because we want to celebrate the fact that we've been number one this week. Um, all right. So what we're going to do now is we are going to talk a little bit about some of the nitty gritty, the nuts and bolts, the boring stuff. Before I do that, I want to tell you that the cost of the program, it's actually more than it is right now, but we're giving you this price because you decided to sign up for the launch, but the cost of the program, because it's live coaching and because you're going to meet Kelsey now, you also get a session every week with Kelsey. It's a lot. The cost of the program is actually more. So the cost of this program goes up next week. So that is something you should know because sometimes people wait and then they're like, damn it. And I want to make sure that you heard it so that you don't feel stressed when you see what we put it out to the, the world who wasn't involved in this. That is what it actually costs. And the other thing I want you to know is the enrollment for this program also closes next week because our first session is the following week. And those are things that I just want you to know. All right. So now I'm going to add you, Kelsey. Kelsey and I have been friends for years. She is so loving and kind and she's a great person and a great wife and a great mom. And she's been somebody who like I go to who I've literally said to her, on a number of occasions, can I just pay you to coach me? Cause I feel bad. And she's like, obviously you can't cause we're friends. But I'm like, but that was like an hour and a half deep dive on what I should do in this moment. And, and she's like, obviously you can't pay me, but she's somebody who I'm so glad is my friend, but sometimes I wish I would have met her outside. Cause I'm like, I don't want to not pay you to coach me. And she just does it cause she's very loving, but she's brilliant in business. She worked in the business world for years and then became a coach and then met Marie Forleo and then worked in in B school for years and was doing coaching and then went on her own and has been coaching lots of celebs and and regular humans um and had three kids and she on her own because she has a dynamic podcast she had started a class called Podcast to Profit and I said to her a would you come inside of the container and I'll coach once a week for two hours, but then you can also do a coaching session. And she's like, it's an honor I'd love to, which was so cool that she said that. So you'll get her too. 
And then I also said, can we work out an arrangement where like, I will license, like literally, like want to respect my friend. Can I pay you for your class and put your class inside as an additional source for our students? And she's like, sure. And so we figured out something that was like great for both of us and we paid her. So every single person who comes in, this is how much I want you to have success. I want to constantly better what we're giving you. And I feel like what we give you is pretty darn amazing, but I loved what Kelsey put together. And so when you join this program, you not only do you get Kelsey once a week and VIPers, you get her also additionally just to yourselves. Same thing with me. Like you get me every single week on both levels, but the VIP gets me more and her more. In addition to getting her live for the time to like coach you, you get her program right away when you sign up. It's inside the portal. What's great about that program is she and I are both very much into the actual depth of, of how to get you successful, right? Like really, what are you up against, right? In addition, though, Kelsey is really good at the organization of all the concrete details that you need to just get done so that you can actually work on what really matters, which is tapping into your greatness and really making the show something that is so singular and so different from everything else. So today, one of the things I want to do is we're going to answer some questions that you guys posted in the Facebook group. And those questions will be sort of a range of things. But I also wanted Kelsey to just give you a tiny little bit of more on the granular side, because I think that it can be really overwhelming. And sometimes when you just hear a couple little nuggets, you go, all right, now that I have those couple nuggets, I feel like I can allow myself to even process all of the bigger pieces because some of those like concrete details feel a little bit clearer than before they felt a little fuzzy. So Kelsey, I just want you to just share a little bit with us. Doesn't have to be hours long, obviously, just a few minutes. And then we'll answer some of their other big questions. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to be here, Kat. And so excited to be with everybody and get to know everybody in the program. Already seen so many engaged comments and faces in here that I've seen before. And uh, it's going to be a really, really fun program. So thanks for having me. And I'll just kind of reiterate, Kathy and I work really well together as friends and also in programs because she pulls something out of me on the energetic level and will ask me to tap into places that I don't naturally go to, but believe in. And when I do go to them, kind of are the perfect balance of where I naturally go plus where she's pulling me out. And I kind of do the same thing for her. She's naturally tapping into her energetic vibrations. And that is where she just goes like intuitively. And then I'll come in there and I'll be like, well, from like a strategic perspective, like what about these four other things that we should list out? You know, and she's like, oh, okay. And so I'm so excited to do that on a podcast level because we have both started podcasts and um, built them and and been able to work with wonderful humans. And one of the things that she was kind of alluding to and the way that I have helped people to get their podcasts up and running is by simplifying um, the process, but also in really granular detail. One example is when you first kick it off and you're talking about equipment and software, a lot of times people will... And Kathy and I say this a lot. We're like, just get in your closet or just 
hold up your iPhone and just talk. And people are like, yeah, that's great. But I need a little bit more information around that. Like, am I doing my iPhone? Like, how am I holding it? Am I sitting in my car? Like, what do you mean sit in my closet? Does it need to be a walk-in? So for me, I really like to break down those roadblocks for people really, really quickly. I'm like, let's talk about the details of that. Let's create you a really clear checklist and spreadsheet. So every time you walk into your closet, we know where is your head facing? Are you talking into the clothes? Because that's going to be your soundproofing. Like, let's give you these teeny tiny little bits of granular details that you can just write down and have in a simple checklist form. So you don't get bogged down with that every single time you go to tap into who you are and to share your gift to the world. We want that to be the focus. So sometimes in order for that to be the focus, we got to take all the chatter that's going on in your brain, all the kind of self-doubt, whether it's how do I edit my audio so it sounds professional, you know, or why is my story worth listening to? Like I have checklists for both of those things when I go into recording, just so I don't trip myself up. If I'm like, ah, this isn't going to sound great. I will make my checklist of like, what do I need to do? How do I want to sit? How do I want to project my voice so it sounds clear and professional? But I also have a checklist for myself of like, what do I need to tell myself to remind myself that my voice is valuable right now as is without any qualifications, any extra certifications? Like my story is really important. My brain doesn't just listen to that phrase and say, okay, like I believe it. Like I literally create a checklist. I'm like, read this quote. Listen to this three-minute Macklemore song. Remember this one boxer Kathy sent you, right? Like I have a checklist for these things. So I go into the nitty-gritty of details. And so I'm hoping that I can add that extra layer to this and help you guys when you have those tiny little roadblocks that maybe keep you feeling like you're in a vacuum worrying about something that you're like, ah, everybody else is like, just go share your voice. And you're like, but I really have seven other questions about how to share my voice and what microphone to use. Like, I want to get into the weeds with that so we can just check that box together and just kind of like move on from there. Doesn't that feel so good, you guys? Doesn't your nervous system just go like, oh my God, it's like a healing like ointment, right? Like, (laughs) I think it's so powerful that we are in each other's lives and we have this like crossover where we're both just extremely heart-centered humans. Like, we're both very quick to cry or laugh or fe- we're feelers, right? And Kelsey and I've talked about growing up in our houses and being like the feeler <laughs> for the whole family. Um, but what's really cool is that when you come into this program week by week, you're going to have both of us sort of opening our whole heart so that you can sit down there and like have a blanket and a cup of tea. We can like give you the whole treatment that you need to just dust yourself off and come back in and and claim your freaking worth and go do your thing at the same time this program the reason it's eight weeks is because it is built out into steps and so i will be teaching you week by week like a piece and a thing and you'll go okay and then you'll have homework right what's nice in addition is then you'll get on kelsey's call you know what you're gonna do there and do your homework she's gonna go over it with you in detail and you're gonna have a chance to like do it, like actually do it with someone who has done it, who has a successful podcast and then can go, let's look at the nitty gritty there. It's just one change, right? Let's just get that done. How are we going to set ourselves up so you actually get that done? So 
That I think is such an incredible gift that you were willing to say yes and come in because I think you guys need, you don't only need this like giant power station of like inspiration and motivation and direction. You also need somebody who has such a heart and goes, let me take your hand. Okay. And now let's do it together. Like a physical therapist. Like, okay, let, let's go. Now let's actually take that step and put that belt on, reach your arm like this. And so together, I think the two of us for sure will walk you across this ocean because we've done it with so many people. This is not our first rodeo. You guys are in a really good place. So Kels, go ahead and share any amount of that that you want and ask you some of the questions that we can both answer that people put in the Facebook group. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I mentioned equipment and software only not because it's the most important thing. It's probably honestly the least important thing, but it does tend to be one of the number one things that trips us up because when we're kind of burying our soul and it feels like we're standing naked in front of our friends and family with a podcast, right? We're like, ah, they're going to hear us. They're going to hear my voice. They're going to hear my stories. Like you feel like you're instantly going to be judged. One way to kind of like safeguard yourself is like, at least I can sound good. Regardless of anything that I say, right? At least I know that my voice will sound pretty or I will, you know, like, so we tend to lean on equipment and software and audio as a place that we know we can get right. Like everything else, the episodes are all a little bit subjective, but what microphone you use and how you sound, like that's a pretty clear, you sound good or you, or you don't, right? So in the beginning, I just like to check that box for everybody really quickly. I want us to just get good and comfortable with that right away. So in the big checklist and the course that Kathy alluded to that you guys all get access to, one of the first things we have in there is a big equipment checklist. And we go, and not only do I go into some of the equipment to use, I also go into exactly what I use. And I'm very much like Kathy, we're super minimalist when it comes to this so that we can focus on the message. Like my mic is like a $30 mic. I record often on my bed or in my closet. And, but I tell you exactly how to do that. Like I mentioned, I'm going to give you the links to not only the mic that I use, but one that's cheaper, one that's more expensive. I'm going to talk you through which ones are best for you. I like to travel a lot. So mine, you can travel with my mic, right? You want to make sure you can hook it up into your computer. So if you need a little um, adapter, I can show you where to get that adapter. So we're going to walk through that because what I want to happen is I want you to get done with that. I want us to ask all the questions, get it done up front, and then we're going to move from that, right? One of the other things that people are always asking about is like software and audio editing. And again, I use absolute free software, right? Like I don't pay for anything. I I do it as minimalistly as possible. And so I'm going to take you guys through that. I want to make sure that whether you're going to do it on your phone, whether you're going to do it on a Mac, whether you're going to do it on a PC, not only will we talk about super simple free ways to do that, and I will tell you exactly how I do that with podcasts. I also had my actual audio editor come in and do an entire video for you guys of how he has edited one of my podcasts. Like I had him take one of my podcasts. He's like, I'm going to show you step by step how to do it on a Mac, how to do it on a PC. 
And for me and Kathy is very similar. We don't go in and edit a lot of the ums and ahs and things like that, right? We're just like, here it is raw. Literally, even if I mess up with a guest, I'm like, well, that's fun. Hello, everybody. That's what it looks like to mess it up. Like, come along on a real journey with us, right? Like, there is so much power in bringing people on the real journey versus an edited one. That being said, you're still going to be equipped to to get rid of those ums and ahs. If you are like, cool, Kathy and Kelsey, I'll do that in about 10 episodes. But my first 10, I would like to get rid of my ums and ahs. Totally fine. We're going to show you exactly how to do that. So we'll take you through all of those things through videos, through step-by-steps. Clearly, I love a good checklist. So I have an entire Excel spreadsheet checklist for you guys that will take you through all of those things. But then you also have me, like Kathy was saying, every week to come on and to check that box for you because I want us to check it quick and move on. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. And I just want to say, um, so Kelsey's podcast is called Whiskey and Work. And she and I met because of her podcast. And as I sit here right now, this is what I really, I just want to like Care Bear stare this into all of your souls. The greatest giftings and ROIs on podcasting, it has nothing to do with what it looks like on the outside. It's not the money and it's not the followers. It's this, Kelsey. Like, I get to meet Kelsey. I get to become, do you remember Kelsey? You obviously remember, but she's on my show. And I'm like, oh my God. It was like when you put oatmeal and you just add water, it's instant. It was like, we're soulmates. We are friends. and. We have made friends, the two of us, with a group of women who are the most special, incredible. You don't have to explain yourself or translate yourself. Like it's just, these are the things that happen when you show up at the table and then you realize there's other people at the same table and the cost of admission was courage and authenticity. And you're like, you're here. Oh my God. It was so worth it just to be here with you. Like, yeah, I felt so alone out there. And now I'm with you. So you trade all these ways you're trying to belong to like the riffraff. And then you like take this bold step and you're like, you were there. All I had to do was show up over here and you were there. Um, Kelsey, how has your podcast changed your business? You know, we can talk about the big epic ways it's changed your life, but we've been talking about that. So for you, how did your podcast grow your coaching business? Yeah. Well, I'll also just say when you mentioned that about like the intimate connections and how that's like the best gift of podcasting, um, I had been told for many years with my coaching business, like you should start a podcast, you should start a podcast. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get to that. Right. And then I had this moment, this big drive to meet this person. And his name was Leah Babauta from Zen Habits. And he had this crazy blog at the time because blogs were huge, you know, like 10 years ago. And it was all about minimalism and tapping into who you are and letting go of fears. And I loved him, loved him. Nobody, nobody knew who he was. No, none of my friends or family. Like I was an absolute oddball in like following him and like loving him. But I had become really, really just a lover of everything he was putting out into the world. He was doing everything a little bit different, right? Like there's no fancy blogs. It was literally a white background with just black writing. And uh, he was going to be at this this conference. 
And I went to the conference. I stood in line to go meet him. And as soon as I met him, I was like, hi, like I've followed you for so long. Like, I'm just so honored to meet you and just like so grateful. And he's like, awesome. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'd love to stay connected. He was like, yeah, that'd be great. Maybe we should. And then I was like, yeah, I have a podcast. Would you like to be on it? And he was like, sure, here's my email. And I was like, and I came out when I told my husband, I was like, you don't have a podcast. Like what, what, oh, what are you hilarious. talking? Right. I had, didn't have the podcast, didn't have the name, didn't have a, a microphone. Like it, it was the nugget of an idea. And I was like, well, guess who's starting a podcast tonight, you know? And he was my very first guest on there. And it was the start of an entirely new world for me of recognizing, oh my gosh, you can connect with these incredible humans in this beautiful way on this platform. And now I have this recording that I get to share with my girls and the recording is horrible. If anyone goes back to this very first podcast, it is a terrible recording. I don't even think my mic was working at the time and I stumbled through it, but it was such a monumental shift in who I was and what I was going to do. And to be able to have that really bad recording to share with my girls of like, this is how it started, right? And here we are so much further along, right? Like, I think it's such a an important reminder that those are the reasons we do it, right? It doesn't usually start with like, I'm going to use this to make a bajillion dollars. It starts with a desire. And for me, that desire was connection. I love that you just said that. And, And the other night I was at dinner with my friend, Sarah, and I was crying her because sometimes as moms can do, you feel like you're not doing enough, right? I think a lot of moms have that. And last night I'm looking at my kids and I'm thinking, yeah, I've been spending time building this show, but I have three daughters and they have watched their mom start something scrappy that she kept working at. And for kids, it's not what you would tell them. Like, you can do anything. It's like, what are you doing? You've got this. Do you got this? You can do hard things. Do you do hard things, mom? Mom, when's the last time you did something hard? When's the last time you bet on your dream, mom? And for me and my mom's watching and my mom's awesome. When I was growing up, my mom knows this isn't new to her. She's my biggest fan. She's like, Kath, I watch every day. But my mom was really sad. She was struggling with depression and she had given up. My mom was like the most talented in her high school. She was the lead in all the plays. And... She gave up her dream because she thought in those days that that's what she had to do to be a mom. And she would tell me about that all the time, how unfulfilled she was. And she's so talented, like Judy Garland level talent. And it killed me that I knew that that was collecting dust on a shelf. So I knew when I set out to have a life that I, it, it wasn't a choice. Like I had to find a way and I would because I knew the other side. I knew that that couldn't be me. And on her behalf, because she gave up her stuff, I wasn't going to do that, right? Because she wants me to not do that. So that's huge what you just said. And I remember you reminded me, you know, Mandy Moore, not the singer, because she's awesome, but the choreographer from So You Think You Can Dance, they're the same name. She was one of the first people I reached out to because I thought she was such an incredible example of like, a woman who's doing her thing and she doesn't fit the box, you know? And I totally forgot to turn on my mic. So the end, I'm listening and I'm like, oh my God, do I tell her to redo it? I'm like, can't redo it. Let's just go with it. Like, here I was, I think sound like I'm 20 feet away. 
And it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. People still really enjoyed it because her story is awesome. But it's amazing how those things are inevitable. And look at us anyway. Now, let's talk about, because I watched Kelsey go from charging like a few clients, 1500 a month to charging clients, 10000 a month. Like, I watched her grow her authority and her coaching business to where Kelsey was like, I say when. I say how I want to be with my daughter on these days. So I'm going to set up a life where I work when I want to. And when I want to take my daughter to go get a muffin, that's all I'm doing. And you did. You did. So tell us how the podcast helped you get clients and get the right clients and grow that coaching business. Yeah. Um, and that is so fun, Kat. I forget you have been there to see the whole, <laughs> whole trajectory. So. I think podcasts can work in so many different ways. They can be monetized and you can leverage them in, in all sorts of different ways, right? Like you can go the sponsorship route. Like they can grow your email list. They can just connect you with amazing people and put you in the right circles with humans. My podcast, I run it in a really small, minimalist, very specific way. Like Kathy was saying, I have three very young, young, young kids, right? I have, I still have a baby. She has is not even one yet. Literally just stopped breastfeeding. Like we're in the trenches, the tiny little baby and a, a three-year-old and a seven-year-old. So my kids are really young and me being around is really important right now. Like I'm literally just a sustained life for one of them. So I have built my business in a way where I only have calls on like one day of the week and I don't work on Fridays. I don't work on Mondays. Like I'm off by two every day and going and picking the kids up and being with them. And I love working. So it's always a little bit of a balance because like I love getting in there and working. Um, and I can see as my kids get older that that work time will expand and I will have all of these different kinds of schedules as they grow. But in this season of my life right now, it's really important that I keep it a really minimalist schedule. And I run my programs and, and I work with my clients in that kind of way too. It's very focused and very, very specific. Like I don't have a ton of programs. It's, it's very small as far as like hours and the way that I run the business, the business model. So from a podcast perspective, what podcasting does for me is it really, what it does, it speeds up my sales cycle. And what I mean by that is, when people come to me, they, at this time in my business, there's no option for a low priced product to work with. Me. Like you're instantly spending, like, I think the lowest thing I have is like one to $2,000, right? Or you're spending a lot more working with me as a coach. And so in order to charge those kinds of prices, it's really important that you're connecting with people and you're building that trust with them and they're getting to know you. No one's going to jump in really and throw that kind of money at someone that they don't know or trust, right? And so what my podcast has done, and a lot of this is because I'm not editing on my podcast. I am very what you see is what you get because I want people to hear and know me like this is exactly the kind of thing that you're going to get if you work with me. So there's no question when they come in, I'm attracting the exact kind of people that would want to work with me just as I am, right? So when they come in and they listen to my podcast, they come into my world, they're able to binge listen to like 10 or 15 podcasts within a day or two, right? They can just pop their earbuds in 
we become connective uh, souls because they're hearing the real raw Kelsey and how I feel about motherhood versus how I feel about business versus what my conversations with Marie Forleo look like. And they're getting to listen to all of those things with a mat within a matter of a day or two. And then in that time, they're more willing to spend a higher price point, a higher amount of dollars on working with me because we have connected in a much quicker way. You know, they always say in sales, you need at least like seven touches. Well, with a podcast and a way that you're like connecting with someone, which sounds like you're talking to them on the phone because they're hearing your voice, they're hearing who you are. Um, those seven touches can happen in, you know, 30 minutes. You can expedite that process. So it's, that's what I mean by it speeds up my sales cycle. So in the way that my business model is set up right now, I'm not a one to many kind of business model, right? I can, um, thrive financially in, in my business by having a lower amount of clients, but I'm charging a, a higher amount, which means I need to build that connection quicker which is what my podcast is. Yes, 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 yes. Take out a highlighter and just circle that. Like that is the the fruit off the tree of what we were talking about all week, right? That it's about creating intimacy with people, that sales is not really something you ever have to sell. It's because you've made the deposits and you built the well before they were thirsty. That's exactly what she's talking about. When I started the podcast, I start doing this thing called showing up and, and being there. And when I would put a clip on the podcast of me working with someone, talking to a listener, helping them with something, calls people in the beginning, we had people calling into a Google voice number, which is free, by the way. And I would give them answers and I would give them feedback. And you know what people would say? Can you coach me? You know what happened after like, 30 days, there were so many people saying, can you coach me that I created groups. Then when people would still say, no, can you coach me alone? My price for a day, like a VIP day was like $15,000. And I was like, I don't even have the time to do it because I'm coaching thousand people every four months in a group. And we'd have to have a wait list. We're like, I only had one day a month where I could do a VIP day. People are dying to get into it. Why? Because the proof is the result that they're looking at, right? Like, what do you want? Do you want somebody who went to a certain school and shows you their qualification? Or do you want the result, right? Like, Oprah's not a psychologist, but who doesn't want her to sit down and give you coaching? Obviously, you want to, right? Your life is the result. Can you help people or not? Does it work or not? right? Dr. Phil used to say, is it working for you? What's your strategy? Does that actually work, right? So the people I know in my life who are actually the most impactful coaches are people whose life is the life I want. You have the life I want to live. It doesn't matter to me where you got your coaching certification, right? Like it matters that I can feel, oh my gosh, you are walking it. You're living it. I want to know how you did that. How did you do that? Right. That's the right business coach for you. Not someone who says, I got a certification in business coaching. It's like, no, where's your business? Show me your business. Before I started teaching people about business, I had a successful songwriting business, right? You guys can go Google Kathy Heller songwriting, billboard variety. There were like full page stories about me creating a really successful business out of that, which is a very competitive business. 
And by the way, I want to say one other thing, because Kelsey walked over to that guy and said, I have a podcast. I want you to be on it. One of the first people I reached out to on my podcast was Bobby Brown, the makeup artist, Bobby Brown, because I always felt like she was so different. Like in the 80s, when everyone was like, here, wear blue eyeshadow. She was like, you're already beautiful. Let's bring that to life. I happened to reach out to her. She did not, thank God, ask me, how many downloads do you have? Some people don't ask you that. She just said, great. When, when can you do it? And I was like, cause I was like, I have a podcast. It was one of those things like that was true. I had a podcast. Would you be on it? She goes, great. It was like, it's so cool how that happens. And I say that also because I had a record deal at Interscope when I first moved to LA. I was signed to Ron Fair. I was with Lady Gaga at Sunset Sounds and she was recording paparazzi and there was like 25 violins. It was gorgeous. I love the strings on that record. And I was like, I can't believe I'm here. Anyway, I got dropped from the, the label. But years later, right? Years later, when I decided, this is the key part of the sentence, when I decided to start a podcast, I realized I didn't have to wait for someone to choose me. I didn't have to wait for a record executive. I was like, I'm starting a podcast. Done. Oh my God. I don't have to wait for Sony BMG to put my record out. I put my record out. I say when. I say how. Oh my gosh. Like, it was the most amazing gift. And I, I sit there and I'm like, where's your podcast? Where, I'm saying to every person, like, where's your podcast? That's your authority vehicle. Why don't you have that? No one's stopping you. And they're like, I didn't, I guess I don't. And then the other thing I just want to say about it is last night when we were looking at the 70,000 people in the stadium and I was realizing like, oh my God, 70,000 people listen to me every week. It's crazy. There's a level of notoriety that for me, I realize is my preference. I love that I have an audience and an impact, but I can go get a sandwich and no one knows who I am. Yes, it's true that maybe 11 times a year, somebody walks over. It's approximately like once a month. Rare though, but it does happen. But I live my life. Like I just kind of live my life and do what I'm doing. And I don't have that feeling of, I don't have privacy. Like I have tons of privacy, right? But like, that's what's so cool. Like this American life, is one of the number one podcasts. Do you think Ira Glass gets stopped all the time? Probably not, right? If you think about like the biggest podcasters in the world, they're probably not having to deal with, you know, Tim Ferriss and Guy Raz, how I built this. I'm sure he can just go on vacation, right? And this is what I'm saying. Like there's like a trap door into this Alice in Wonderland parallel universe where you can have notoriety and privacy. And that I really like. So think about that as you continue to think about your your next steps. Let's answer a few questions and then we'll do the giveaways at the end and then we'll say goodbye to everybody in Facebook and we'll go just hang out in the VIP room, okay? I wanna let you know again that we're gonna, I'm gonna come back tomorrow for an hour to hang out with you guys and we're all gonna be on Zoom. You're all gonna get, even those of you in Facebook, since it's like a bonus day, you're all going to get a chance to see what it feels like to just be in the Zoom room because it's a little bit more intimate. And that's how we run our classes on Zoom so we can all see each other like the Brady Bunch. Next week, this whole group close. Next week, the cart will close for enrollment. And next week, the price of the enrollment actually goes up because it's worth probably not double, but it's probably worth four times if you look at the market of what it costs to have this kind of coaching live and you look at what we're actually teaching and you look at the results, 
you know, if somebody said to me that I could pay $3,000 to have a business that I could turn into $300,000, it's a no-brainer. It's just a no-brainer. And Kelsey and I have both done that in multiples, right? And we've helped other people to do that. Your only thing you need to decide is if you're doing the gold level of it or you're doing the VIP level. But if you're here, there's no doubt in my mind that you're going to be so grateful eight weeks from now that this was the best decision. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no part of me that thinks you're going to go, why did I do that? There's no part of me. You're going to have a podcast. You're going to have a group of friends for life. You're going to start going on each other's podcasts. You're going to have subscribers and reviews immediately because of the network inside the class. You're going to have direction from Kelsey. You're going to have direction from me. You're going to get it done. It won't be a thought anymore. It'll be done. Just that alone is worth it. And you're going to know how to monetize it. And those of you in VIP are going to know how to scale it, really scale it. Kelsey and I both do launches. We both do these flagpole events where we open up to a bigger, greater, wider reach. We're going to show you how to do that when you're ready for that in VIP. So you can go to kathyheller.com slash join to join us. The bonus is expired tomorrow. There's three of them. One of them is this activation I'm going to do with you to help you get over your money sh- Okay. Like there's so much stuff in there that actually keeps you from being successful because you just have a lot of barrier there when it comes to abundance. We've got to change your subconscious mind. We've got to change it. We've got to find what's really there and take the stop plug out of that flow. Okay. So we're going to do a whole two hour workshop on that, that you're going to get, you're going to love that. That's kind of one of the things I'm like, really, that's like a secret sauce of mine is to help you move into flow, open yourself up to more abundance so that when it comes time for you to receive, you can just receive, right? You don't have to just give, give, give. You can actually receive, which is healthy. That's actually what makes people want to buy from you is they see that you can handle receiving because that's good for them too, right? It's abundance creates more abundance. Your abundance creates abundance in other people and so and so and so. That's one of the bonuses that expires tomorrow. And then there's two other bonuses. One of them is a workshop where we're going to teach you how do you quickly get to profit, right? How do you quickly turn that purpose into profit? What are some of the steps? Because as Tim Ferriss says in the four-hour work week, there are certain things that if I told you to do them every day for 45 minutes, you probably could do nothing else. It was just those things, right? Business development is visibility and engagement. If I told you how to be visible and how to engage with people for 45 minutes a day, you won't be able to not be successful. Like you need those two things and you need to know how to do those two things. When you do those two things, everything else is just added, right? It's just extra. So we're going to talk about that. That's one of the bonuses. And then the last bonus is called Abundant Now, which is a bundle of classes on abundance, but also meditations that you can then take with you. So you have them and that'll really change your whole life and change your day. If you can give me 10 minutes in the morning, you get so much more out of the day. And so we'll talk about how that works and what that looks like. So you can go to kathyheller.com slash join to be a part of that. We only do this program once a year. So that's also good to know that this is this, we do this once a year. All right, so we're gonna talk for like just a few more minutes, answer some questions, then we'll give away the prizes to the winners, okay? Okay, Kelsey, ready for some rapid fire questions people ask? Lay it on me, girl. Okay. 
Complete this sentence. I love that somebody wrote this. I thought my team wrote this. Somebody wrote this. Complete the sentence. I wish I had known dot, dot, dot. When it comes to your podcast, what comes to you first? I wish I had known what? Um, how much people didn't want to be here for me to feel less alone in the world. I don't think I ever thought my stories were unique or different or my voice was unique or different. And as soon as I started sharing people that would come up to me or the people that would email me and be like, no, so seen and that story about your daughter, something so insignificant that just happened on a Tuesday morning. They were like, that made me cry. And it made me appreciate the insignificant, seemingly insignificant moment with my daughter that morning. And that I can honestly die happy person hearing one comment like that, knowing that a single podcast, crappy audio and all made that kind of a difference. I wish I had known that from like day one. It just would have made podcasting so much more fun and joyful and lighter. And now that I know that, podcasting is just so much more of a joy to just hold up that microphone and just connect with people and know that like my story, like I'm in Lake Tahoe right now, sitting here on a bed and like sharing a random story about eating Cheerios with my girls this morning and what that was like, that will make a difference for somebody in a moment they need to hear it. And that just like, it gives me chills feeling that, you know? Agreed. On that point, Gabby Bernstein and I did an episode where we were both crying our eyes out because we both had um, losses for our babies and they were really significant and second trimester and like very complex and what happened was intense for both of us. So we didn't know that when we went to record the podcast, we thought we were going to talk about her new book and it came up. And then we both started to talk about it and we both started crying and we both started to hold space for each other. And I said to her, do you want me to edit this out? And she said, please don't edit this out. This is so important. And people wrote in and said that they just needed that so much. So it feels really good sometimes to just let yourself be and know that other people need need that. You know, they don't always need advice. They just need you and your presence and your realness. Another question somebody asked, it's a good question. I always go, really? Do you pay all of your guests? I mean, my answer is I've never paid a guest. You don't pay your guests. Maybe you don't even need to answer that question, Kelsey. I'll give you another one because the answer is no. Somebody said, do you write out your script? Do you use bullet points? Do you use an outline or do you just wing it without that prep? Ooh, I know ours is going to be different on this. So I'm clearly more of a scripter. In the very beginning, I would write the entire podcast out and I learned very quickly that that actually is not the best way for me to kind of share my story and talk in a real conversational way, which talking in a conversational way has been what has connected me the most to my audience and my clients. But I do like to bullet point mine out and I have two different kind of ways that I do it that I also share in, in that that uh, course we mentioned, but it's as simple as saying like, what is the story I want to tell? What did I learn from it? And what would I urge people to do? 
So it's really, really simple, but I try to make it a cohesive, like if I'm going to share a story with you, I'm going to wrap it up with, here's what I learned from eating Cheerios with my kids up in Lake Tahoe on a Tuesday morning. And here's what I would urge you to do. So, um, but I do kind of open it. Yeah. I love that as a framework. That's really helpful. I tend to not do that, but as you've been said, I'm like, that would help me. Like I would just be, I kind of just turn on the microphone, but everybody's different, right? Question, another question. I like this question. How do you create an effective intro and outro? Do you have any advice around how do you create an effective intro and outro? Like what do they need in that? Yeah. So that's a good question. And this is also another thing that I give in Podcast to Profit. I give multiple different scripts and ways to do intros and outros that you can test out. Yeah. And again, it's like hold up a microphone, test a couple different ways out, feel out what feels good for you. It also depends on what kind of podcast you have. Like for me, I really always wanted to direct people at the end to my website to, because I was going to try to build some clientele from this. Right. But my intro was a combination of like, setting it up for like, hey, I'm Kelsey, here's what you're going to get in the next 10 to 60 minutes, whatever it is, but also a vibe of how I wanted them to feel. Did I want them to be like, hey, I'm creating a safe space for us all to connect, or I am going to blow your mind with three nuggets that are going to make you take off like a rocket ship today, right? Like, I feel like you can play with that a little bit, but I probably recorded like 20 different intros and outros in the beginning just to feel out that vibe of what or what was important to me. I do like to always close it though in a way that either gives people one takeaway, one reflection to think of, or one call to action, one thing for them to do next. Because I think we forget that our audience and even I, when I'm listening to a podcast, can feel overwhelmed with the amount of information that I just took in. It's like, ah, so many aha, so many mic drops. So I'll always encourage people, hey, take one thing that you heard from today and run with that. Or I'll, I'll help kind of close it up for them at the end or take one thing or go to this one page and get that one download. Like that's going to wrap all of this up for you. You know, whatever that kind of call to action is, I think. I love that. Okay, last question. These are questions that people posted. We're just grabbing some of them. This is a good one. How did you get over the fear of just putting yourself out there for everyone to judge, assuming this is a universal fear or maybe at least 50% of us? Somebody said, how do you get over the fear of just putting yourself out there for everyone to judge? I love that in the question, the person is assuming everyone judges you, but I get that a part of our brain thinks that and goes, everyone will judge you. So how did you get over that fear? You know, when I first started my podcast, I told myself, you're just going to do 10 podcasts. And then you're going to see how you feel after that. I didn't commit to like an entire lifelong of being a podcaster. I was like, I don't even know if I'm a light podcasting. Like, I don't know how this is going to feel, right? So I was like, 10 podcasts, Kelsey, see how you feel after that. So it was almost like a, just a challenge for me. Just hit this number and then see how it felt. Reflect on the feelings of recording, of having it out in the world. But I also really, for me, I recorded it knowing that I wanted, at the time, I only had McKenna. I only had one when I started it. And I think I was maybe pregnant with Danny. Um, but I thought, if anything, I will have 10 audio clips of McKenna to hear what mom was like 
during this season of her life. It wasn't like I was giving McKenna advice or I was building it just for her, right? Because I was building it for myself and something that I wanted to do and go through. But if anything, she would be able to hear what I sounded like, what I thought, what I was doing at this season of my life at this age. And I thought, man, like that's what I'm doing these 10 podcast episodes for. Now, when I'm done with the 10, I'll reflect and see how it was. And after the 10, I was like, oh my God, like fun, easy, meaningful. Like it blew my mind after 10, but I had to get through those first couple episodes in order to feel comfortable with it. And I really just thought like, this is just a little mini time capsule for McKenna or, you know, whoever it is you're making a little time capsule for. It could be for your mom. It could be for your sister. It could be for whatever it is that that was something that helped me. And I stopped thinking about the entire rest of the world and people judging me. It was like, no, I'm just building a little, a little memory box of like 10 episodes, you know? Oh my God. That's such an incredible answer. I had no idea that you would say that and take it in that direction, but it's so incredible. And I just want to remind everyone who's listening that Kelsey and I both happen to have three little girls. Mine are a little bit older, but not that much older. Six just turned 10 last week and 11. And we don't have time to be fancy. And and we are still doing this. And I started it when my girls were two weeks old, three years old, and four and a half years old. And so that was actually a blessing because it had to be done. It couldn't be perfect. Perfect wasn't on the table. Just get it done. And similarly, it was just sort of like, this is what I'm doing now. I'll see how I do. And I don't need to worry about the whole world or being perfect for the whole world. I can barely, I'm getting four and a half hours of sleep broken up. You know what I mean? Like, what am I putting on myself in terms of pressure? But I think it's important for you guys to see that as a model, that here are women who are able to make multi six and seven figures. And we never did the like hardcore influencer thing either. Like neither of us are like, Bring in that photographer for the avocado toast. Here come the girls. Like if you see me post pictures of my girls, it's just like an iPhone photo, you know, that we took and it's not very planned out. And you don't see me like with my baby buggy and the perfect popping heels. Like I just, that's not me. It's not Kelsey. We didn't do it that way. And you don't have to do it that way. Right. So I think that this is important for you guys to see this represented because neither of us had the time. Neither of us had the experience in it. And neither of us had this money to spend on tech or producing or anything. We didn't need the time. We didn't need the money. We didn't need the expertise. What we just needed was to get it done simply. And what helped us is this realness that we both have. Just being real. Just being real and loving and actually like the real kind of EQ, like that kind of smarts. That's it. Like that's what people need. And you all allowing yourself to just lead with that, you're going to be good to go. You're going to be good to go. We are going to share the giveaways. Kelsey, thank you so much for coming on. I love you so much. I'm so grateful to know you, to be in your life. You're just an awesome, awesome person. You have such a capacity to love people and it just doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you for coming on today. Go back to your vacation. Love you. And we will see you when you get back. I'm so excited to see everyone in the program. That's awesome. So we're going to do now is we're going to do the giveaway winners. So yesterday we announced the giveaways and actually everyone was there live. That was the first time. So those people all claimed it. So we have three more winners. 
And we're going to put up like a bonus homework thing for you to do tonight so that we'll be able to do more giveaways tomorrow because it's just very fun to give things away. So the winners from yesterday who did your homework, if you're here today live, then you'll get it. If not, we'll find people who are here live. Kristen Curl Wilson, Missy Park Rolf, and Jill Carpenter. Congratulations to you guys. You won that bundle of the microphone, the Beats headphones, the Marc Jacobs bag. And then the winner who went ahead and gets the bundle plus the thousand dollars because you subscribed and left a review for my show is Alona Madsen. So congrats to you guys. I feel like I want you to take a second. Do you have a pen and paper with you just for a second? I want you to meet up with, picture yourself when you're 80. And I want you to ask her what she wants to tell you, what she wants to remind you. What is that person? You meeting up with your 80-year-old self. What would she tell you? What would she remind you to know? What would she want you to remember right now? What is there for you to know from the wisest part of you, the part of you that is so wise? What does she want you to know? Michelle said, life is short, go for it, play big. Alina said to keep going even though it's so hard right now. Brenna said, invest in yourself, you're worth it. We all know that story about the man who saw all the starfish washed up on the shore and he starts throwing them back into the ocean and the other guy says to him, what are you doing? You're never going to save all of them. And he picks up another one and he throws it and he goes, well, for that one, it mattered. And the truth is, in no uncertain terms, that's why I do my podcast and that's why I coach. Because I can't get to every starfish, but you're here and I can help because I'm one of those people like you is what we have in common that I'm very, 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 very much a genuine person. And that's a rare thing. And that's like really my biggest PhD is being sincere, sincerity. And in all my sincerity, I know it's not a belief, it's a knowing that you have this incredible, deep, deep, deep contribution to make. And I feel it's so obvious for me to see it. I'm like, don't you see it? Look, 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 it's right there. That I know because I see it so clearly that I'll be able to help you see it. And once you see it, you won't be able to unsee it. And then because you'll spend a couple months with me, I'll walk you through while you're scared and you're employing that courage until you get off that island, Moana, and you get in that water. And as soon as you do, you'll go, I'm so glad that I jumped in this water. There's nowhere else I'm supposed to be, right? Life is about fulfillment. It's not about comfortable. It's about that satisfaction in finding our capacity, stepping into our zone of genius. If you were to watch Fred Astaire become Fred Astaire, look at his feet under those tap shoes. They're not comfortable feet, but that's a life. That's a life. Every time I recorded a podcast in the beginning, every time I stretched to be more visible, to allow more in, to step into my power, right? To trust myself, to remember what I know, 
That's the legacy I leave for myself, for my kids, for the world. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And I don't think that there is a single person here who can afford to not have that in your life. I don't think so. So you can go to kathyho.com slash join. The cost of the program goes up next week. You're going to wind up kicking yourself. And we wind up having people who come to us and they're like, oh my gosh, why did I wait for that? And I'm like, I don't know, but maybe you needed that. And then you know what? It's even better for them. They spend more money and they show up more because the more you invest, the more sunk costs, the more you do with it, right? Like I paid my way through college. That's why I graduated with honors because my dad wasn't paying for school. I wasn't even in touch with my dad when I was in school, right? That's good for me, actually. So maybe you want to spend more. Maybe you want to wait till next week because it's got to hurt more, right? On an energetic exchange level. Fine, do that. But it will go up next week. And then you're going to say, I don't get it. And I'm just saying, it's going to go up next week. Some of you are going to have that journey where you're going to be like, there's no way I'm not doing this. This actually wakes me up, speaks to my soul, and I need to do it. So you will do it then. So you may as well do it now and not have to spend the extra money and you'll still invest and it'll be still a good exchange. You've got to spend enough money so you're uncomfortable so you show up for class. You have to. If you don't spend enough money, you won't show up. You won't do your homework. You're like, ah, it's okay. It was only like this much money. It's fine. No, no, no. You have to be uncomfortable and spend enough money so that when Kelsey's on, you show up. And by the way, we do record, even though it's live, you'll be given the recordings. But instead of you having to figure this out or even worse, just stop the momentum and not actually follow through with this, that's the worst thing. But instead of not following through with this or trying to piece it together on your own, if you carve out the time to be with Kelsey and I, even half of the calls, you're going to take an elevator from where we started to four floors up because you're going to have us telling you, no, 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 this will save you the time, get this done. And inside the program, we're going to have you go on each other's podcasts, leave each other reviews. The podcast chart has an algorithm just like Instagram, just like Facebook. So if by the time you start a podcast, you already have 49 reviews, you're higher up in the algorithm. More people will be suggested your podcast. So can you imagine coming into a program and you already have reviews? And you already have subscribers. And not only that, you already have it set up to go on each other's shows, right? And then to, we're going to show you how to promote those shows by going on each other's Instagram lives. Even if you have 17 followers and she has 47 followers, that's something. And then we're going to show you how to give those people a direct call to action so that they come on over and listen to that first episode and leave a review for that trailer. And then we're going to tell you how to have them get involved with you and leave you a Google voicemail or leave you a little note. We're telling you now. You can't afford it because A, you can't afford to give up on the dream. That's number one. And most people do that. Most of you, we have like 10,000 people sign up for the workshop. They never do the podcast. And that's how they show up for everything that they care about. They just forget to do it. They forget to invest in themselves. They're just too busy. What are they too busy doing? Everything for everyone else. So instead, you can invest and say, I'm putting in this time to have this specific network to coach with Kathy and Kelsey to get this done and to have a group of women around me who are loving and kind and supportive and we will walk each other across this ocean together. It's got to be that, you guys. Priyanka Chopra and I were talking about women and the way the patriarchy has like put it inside our heads 
that we actually should be threatened by each other. No, you're supposed to support each other. You're supposed to support each other. When we support each other, there's nothing we can't do. But we need sisterhood, right? We need sisterhood. We actually need a container to consciously cultivate sisterhood and collaboration. So much of my success is the friendships I've built, going on each other's podcasts, doing giveaways together, creating free workshop pop-ups together. Why the hell not? That's important. It's already there. Somebody else has already gathered an audience that is your audience. Support each other. The data shows that when someone listens to a podcast, they add other podcasts. They don't subtract and go, oh, now I'm listening to this one instead of this one. They add it to their queue. It's sort of like avid readers. They go, what's the next book I'm reading? It's sort of like people who binge Netflix. They go, what's my next show, right? They don't switch out Ted Lasso for something else. They add it to the queue. When you have a podcast, they say that people will go up to seven podcasts. They'll just add to queue, add to queue, add to queue. So there's gotta be other women in this group that you guys form this like little network together and you go on each other's podcasts and you support each other and you shout out each other's shows and you play clips of each other's trailers on your shows. There's so many ways to do it. You guys you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it siloed. This is all the stuff that we do in this program. That's why I say it is worth if you got all of that and it was all pre-recorded, it'd still be worth what it's, what it costs. But we added being there live to coach you. And so Kelsey and I being there live and everything else you get, it literally just is what it is. The value of it is multiples of what it costs you to be in it. And it's good that it costs you because when it costs, you will show up. If you don't make an investment, you don't make a transformation because you won't truly show up and that that's not going to work for you. So cheap is actually expensive. Don't go buy a program that just sits on your desktop. That's a waste. You may as well just throw the money down the garbage chute because you're not going to use it and you're not going to do it. And the most important thing really is the network. It's really the immaterial stuff. And it's really the coaching around getting the homework done. Because I can tell you to do the homework, but when I actually am with you doing the homework and Kelsey's with you doing the homework every single week, you actually embody it. You actually do it in a way where you don't just do it. You do it and it actually works. And so we're going to teach you all those things. And Kelsey and I show up extra for those of you in VIP. So that might be something that you want to make a decision about. If you have any questions, write the word details in the chat. If you have any questions about VIP, write the word VIP in the chat. I love you guys. Thank you for being so kind to Kelsey. Thank you for being so generous. We're going to have so much fun and I will be back with you guys tomorrow as well.